Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss the other people's mentor. And this is episode 531 of the show. This is actually really cool. So I don't know if you've ever watched the movie Coda. If you haven't, you don't really have to because I'm going to go over it here in this episode. But it ended up winning um, the Academy Award for movie of the year. So you should watch it anyway. It's incredible. But as soon as I was watching it, there were so many lessons that I knew were applicable in not only our business of network marketing, if you're a network marketer, but just business in general. Um, and the way like life works. And so I hope you enjoy this episode. And then, uh, after I do this emotional opening, um, it goes into a prospecting conversation, which of course is something that we can always use. You can always have more leads. You can always build a big business. You can always do all these things. And so this episode is getting really, really powerful for all of that. And so I'm really excited for all of you to have the opportunity to listen in to this episode. If anything in here happens to sound like some kind of income claim, it certainly is not meant to. Um, what I do is very, very hard work. <laughs> um, and so so by no means are my results typical. So just keep that in mind. If you end up loving this episode of the show, make sure you jump over to iTunes or wherever you're listening and leave a review and five stars. Hit that little plus sign at the top and make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss any episodes. Today's reviewer of the show, I'm back to this, so make sure you get your reviews in, is Beth Schmitz. This is gold, five stars. Episode 479, no lie, I could not write fast enough. Jesse Lee, you are beyond generous with your love for the profession and training to help others succeed. Every point made was tight and doable. As one who loves structure, you laid it out in easy, implementable language. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessings to you and your pups. I love that review because, you know, you mentioned my babies, but I love that review in general. And I do read every single one. So thank you so much for those of you who take the two minutes to leave those reviews. I know it does take time out of your day. Last but not least, make sure you screenshot this, put in your story, tag me. I do repost some of those every single day. So if you post them and you tag me and I'm Boss Lee on Instagram, you do get a shot of me reposting it and I do respond to every single one. So love you guys. appreciate you. I hope you love this episode 531 of the show. Um, what I see a lot of, I guess, quite frankly, bad coaches do is talk like it's still, you know, 1995 or something like that. And you got to go up to people in public. We used to teach stuff like the, um, I used to teach like, what was it? Like the three foot rule or something like that. Like, Oh, all you have to do is, you know, anybody in your, in your, 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 five foot radius or three foot radius or whatever, just offer them what you're doing. Tell them what you're doing, say what you're doing. And, um, I just don't think that that is nearly as effective in 2022 as it's going to be to learn how to properly prospect using the internet. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today, because it is something that I am really good at doing. Uh, for those of you that have no idea who I am, um, I have sold hundreds of millions of dollars online and I've run zero ads. I have harassed zero people. I have never made a list of people um, where you go down the list and you call your friends and family, aka harass your friends and family and tell them that they need to do what you're doing or look at what you're doing or see your opportunity or whatever else. Um, and it's not to say the three foot rule, five foot rule, whatever it was, didn't used to work. So I guess I can kind of beat beat back that up for a second. Um, I did that. When I started as an entrepreneur in 2011, I would go to Costco. I would say, hey, you know, what, what do we used to train? We used to train, um, oh my God, you're making me throw it way back. We used to train something like give like a genuine compliment. And then, you know, basically you pull out the business card or you pull out the, um, yeah, the business card. It wasn't even social media. And then you would text him and you'd say, oh my God. I met you at Costco and blah, blah, blah. And whatever, I guess you would, um, 
Yeah, you would try to try to build a business like that. And it was kind of effective, right? I did build a business in person uh, for four and a half years. It started with little events like that. Uh, I would have one person book an event, go into their house, have, you know, four to 20 people, whatever it was, book events from there, sell there, upsell, cross sell, all the stuff. And I just think we need to understand it's a, it's, it's a different world. And I would, I think we can all agree it's more difficult to do that um, than it is to learn how to use social media. And so I know that it is a little bit, um, maybe uncomfortable for some of you to use social media, but I will also tell you that it is the most effective way. And I want to give you a perspective shift for a second. Um, like how many of you have filled a hotel room before? Has anyone ever filled, you can like put yes in the chat if you don't want to like, like type whatever. Yeah. Michelle's filled a hotel room before. So, you know, you, you, there's a lot of planning that goes into that, right? You got to plan the whole entire thing and then you get there and then, you know, you expect a hundred people in 15 show up, right? So we'll say we're talking to 15 people or you think 20 people are going to show up and it's two and you've rented this whole room and you've done this whole thing and you've done, you've done everything, right? If you've ever done that before, you know how stressful that is. And then you feel like you have to give a full presentation to a room of like five people and you're like, this is terrible. Now I got to like get myself hopped up for five people or whatever. And then your energy is lower and blah, blah, blah. And so in 2015, I remember looking at my phone and I had done, I had put myself on a 30 day video challenge. Now live video didn't exist in 2015, but videos existed. And so I would record a two to 10 minute video training on my probably phone, I guess. Cause I didn't, oh no, I had a, um, I had a GoPro. I would record a video and then I would upload it to my Facebook. And it was something like the 15th or something of December, I'm about to go live or about to upload my video. And when I'm going to upload my video, there was a little green dot. And the little green dot said live. And I said, what, what is this? Like, what is this? And I hit the button. And when I hit the button, I was on live video for the first time ever. And it was the weirdest thing I had ever done because I had never talked to like people that I, you know, you're just talking at yourself actually on live video, but you're seeing all of these, you know, comments and stuff and names popping on. And I'm like seeing names from high school because I didn't have a lot of followers then, right? So I'm seeing names of um, followers from high school or from my college or from my ex-husband's friends or like whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? I don't know who any of these people are. And I was super nervous and it was a disaster. But as soon as I saw the power of instantly more than filling one of those hotel rooms that I had had to spend weeks planning and a bunch of money, right, to, 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 to have the room to do whatever, and the amount of time it took to prospect in person, I said, okay, this is different. And then I became like the live video queen. And so what I'm about to tell you is not, doesn't have to be normal. You don't have to do it, but it works. And I ended up going live over 700 days in a row. Now that's not like a challenge necessarily for you, but I will tell you there's probably something inside of that as to why I have a giant global brand now, business in 41 countries now. Like I said, hundreds of millions of dollars in sales. It's because I went live. And I went live 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 and I went live. And I even went live when no one was watching. And I went live when it was nervous. I would actually take a, um, this isn't a post-it note, but I would take a post-it note and I would actually cover where it had the numbers because I was either way too nervous about the amount of people who were watching or way too nervous about the zero watching. There was like no middle line, right? Like 
I was either like, no one likes me or, oh my God, I'm going to barf. But I was committed to the process. And then I started learning. I started noticing what people liked. I started seeing that people liked when I would hold stuff up. I started noticing when people would like when I would do my makeup. I started noticing when people would like when I would wear bright colors. I would notice when people would like when I would stand up and have bigger energy. I started noticing when people liked a different almost personality behind it and that I was attracting more prospects. I started learning calls to action. I hope you guys are taking notes, but I started learning calls to action. I started learning saying, Hey, make sure you follow me. If you like these kinds of tips, I started learning things like pitching my product on live video. I started learning and learning and learning and learning. And now when I stand on stages across the world in front of thousands of people and I train and I coach and people say, how are you so good at that? Where are your notes? Where's your outline? Where's all this stuff? It's because I have I don't know, 10,000 plus hours of live video, which is basically the exact same thing as standing on a stage and prospering in front of a bunch of people. And I've had videos go viral where I'll be live, well, I don't know if it's viral, but I'll be live and by the time I sign off, it's like 20, 30, 40,000 views. And I'm like, what? Well, see, I don't know if you guys understand the way I see that, but for me, that's a stadium. I didn't spend a dollar to prospect those people. I didn't spend a dollar Well, I guess a dollar to buy the phone, right? But I didn't have to spend any marketing budget. I didn't have to rent a stadium. I didn't have to do any of these things that old school prospecting took. I didn't have to spend 10 times schmoozing in a grocery store or a Target or a CVS or the line at pickup with the kids or whatever to try to find a prospect. Because if you don't know anything about sales and, you know, recruiting and business and marketing, whatever... The fact of the matter is that this is not, it's not that people are numbers, but it is a numbers game. It's a numbers game. And are you following the trends? Are you following the way that business works? Are you following the patterns of how social media operates? So as an example, I didn't want to join TikTok. Is anyone on TikTok? And you can be like a yes if you're on TikTok. You can be like, yeah, I'm on TikTok. The fastest growing demographic on TikTok, I know your name's not Michelle, but you raised your hand. I'm guessing you're Michelle's man. <laughs> Okay, but on but the fastest growing demographic on TikTok is 35 to 52 year olds. So those of us who go, oh, no, 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 that is a dancing app. That is an app for idiots. That is an app for stupid trends. That's an app for these transitions. That's an app for all. That is not an app for me. Well, then just give everybody else your money and give everybody else your prospects because your prospects are watching TikTok. I just want to be the one to tell you if you want more leads, your leads are watching TikTok. It is past now. I don't know if you know this. People spend more time on TikTok. It's like 120 minutes now on average. That's insane, by the way. That's two hours without leaving the app. That's how addictive TikTok is. That's how good the TikTok algorithm is. They know what you want to see and they hook you. How many of you have been guilty of the scroll hole on TikTok where you're like, you're like, let me just watch like two, three videos. It's fine. And then you're like, damn, what the hell? Like you fall asleep with the phone in your hand because you've been TikTok and you're like, how is it four in the morning? I thought it was 10 o'clock at night. It's been six hours. How does 15 second videos turn into this long? They're getting you. And then you start learning the little trends. You start learning the things they're selling. You start learn. you start saving the things. Next thing you know, you're being influenced. You're being influenced to buy the hair gel, the eyeshadow, the, the, the socks, the, you know, the, the fancy get, I don't know. You're being influenced to buy all of the things on TikTok because all of the leads are over there. Do you understand? You can go live on TikTok. Now there's stories on TikTok. I don't have stories yet on TikTok, but that's the newest thing to roll out. 
everybody's there. Why are you making this more difficult on yourself? And I had a conversation with people the other day. I said, I don't think so. I, I know some of you just don't understand. You, you think just because you've been doing something for a long time that success is owed to you. Success is not owed to you because of the amount of time you've put into something. Success is given to you by the amount you earn it. What are you doing that is different than what everybody else is doing? How are you standing out? Because time, sure, you can say, oh, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been doing this 20 years. Okay, then why do you still not have success? Because you're doing the exact same things over and 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 over again. You're expecting different results. The only thing that's changing is the place where leads are. The only thing that's changing is the place where people are putting their attention and you're not following that trend. So I said I wasn't going to use TikTok to tell the the long story short. I said, I'm not doing that stupid thing. That's for children. TikTok is for children. I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. And then I had somebody in our business, my business, who had 400 customers in a month. And I went, what the hell? Those are some Jesse Lee numbers. 400 new customers in a month? New customers. Imagine if you had 400 new customers. 400 new people, not even prospects. Closed customers. And I said, I messaged her. I said, what the hell did you do? Are you doing TikTok? She goes, yeah. I said, no, no. Cause see, you're not a child. You're not 12. You're not doing dances. What the hell are you doing? And I didn't, I still didn't do it. I still said, no, I'm not doing TikTok. Mm-mm. Until the next month when she had another 400 customers new in a month. And I said, what's up? Profanities. Like what? And she started coaching people in her team to use TikTok. I said, what the hell? So then somebody else has got 100 new customers. Somebody else has 80 new customers. Somebody else has 200 new customers. I'm like, so now we've got thousands of new customers? No, no, no. Hold on. Now you got me messed up. I said, none of you are children. None of you are dancing. None of you are doing trends. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you doing? I said, that's it. Send me the links. I want to watch your TikToks. I watch your TikToks. I said, oh my God. It's just because the people are on TikTok. So this is about 18 months ago. And I said, all right, screw this. I'm going to freaking do TikTok. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn how to do TikTok. Because I don't think you understand. One video can go viral. It can change your entire life. One video. I spend a time with a lot of entrepreneurs. I own a ton of businesses that are completely outside of my main business. This past weekend, I was with a whole bunch. Uh, I was being pitched a couple different investment decks. This one guy's got some fancy little pasta. Okay. It's like not like noodles. It's like, but it's like noodles, but it's not noodles. You know, no carbohydrates or whatever. And this guy's like, yeah, so if you look at our trends here, we went viral here in March. That's why we sold this many millions of dollars. Then we went viral again in April on TikTok. One TikTok went viral. We sold $30 million. I'm like, beat, beat, back it up. You sold $30 million of noodles that aren't even noodles because you went viral on TikTok? Like, I really think some of you don't understand. Your prospects are not, yeah, you know what? They're not even in the grocery store anymore. They're door dashing. They're doing, um... What is the little thing? What is the little thing where you get your groceries delivered? I forget what it's called. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about, though. Nobody's Instacart. They're Instacarting. You're Instacarting. You're ordering on Costco.com to get it delivered. Why would this be any different? Right? Like, we're not thinking. We're not thinking. So you got to do the TikToks. And you got to do the Reels. And I don't know if you know, but your prospects, are they are on Facebook. But they're not on your Facebook feed. They're in your Facebook Reels. Because I'm sure you've noticed, but people are like little goldfish. I don't even know if we have memories of go- or like attention spans of goldfish anymore. I think it's more like minnows. <laughs> they're, they're, they're even smaller than goldfish. So I feel like their brains must be even smaller, you know? But 
these little minnows, our little minnows, the reason why I'm so entertaining online is because I'm constantly spazzing all around. So I keep, I hold people's attention. All right. But look, but look, literally uh, these little minnow humans, we are so good at short form video and things that we can multitask. Most people watch me on live video. They're not actually watching me. They put the phone down and they're multitasking right now. They're cooking, they're cleaning, they're doing all this other stuff, but they're listening. That's why my podcast is so popular. My podcast, because they hit play on the podcast and they drive, they go pick up, pick up their kids, they go to whatever, they do all these things. They're doing 19 things at once because they're little minnows. I'm not telling you you gotta be trendy. I'm not telling you you have to do anything, but I am telling you short form video. Instagram's not even a photo app anymore. Have you noticed? It's not. They've expanded it where now the videos take up the entire feed. It's a video app. It's a video app. So you have to ask yourself, are you doing that? And I want to give you a couple things really quickly before we run out of time. Every video must have a call to action. Okay? Go into your video with a hook, first of all. So in this video, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. Would you like to know how to do blah, blah, blah? Would you like three tips on blah, blah, blah? Just follow and stay tuned. Follow me, follow me, follow me, drop info. Follow me, drop info. Follow me, drop info. Follow me, put yes. If that interests you, follow me, say me. All of these things. This is how you're going to start gathering leads. And then your follow-up happens. This is very simple. The follow-up is super, super easy if you've got this list of prospects. This list of prospects. It's not cold messaging. It's not scamming. It's not doing anything weird. If somebody has basically given you permission simply by following, commenting, clicking like, and engaging with you. People don't engage with people that they don't have an interest in doing business with or an interest in being getting to know more about. Maybe they don't want to do business yet, but you can just ask them, hey, thanks for, for following up with me or thanks for hitting follow. Are you interested in more information or are you just being supportive? Write it down. It's a good script. All those people are going to say, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking for more information. I saw that you do this. I see you, that, that you do that. I was looking for more information on that. Now you've got a hot lead, a lead that went from, oh, like, who is this person? A random prospect on the internet, boom, into an actual lead. Now, make sure this might be a little basic, but I don't really know everybody's different levels of skill sets. Are all your profiles public? Well, if they're not, then you're basically saying you don't like success. You can set up privacy settings. You can hide the photos of your kids. You can put people on lists. You can Google that if you don't know how. Okay. But how are people going to find you? How are people going to find people that, 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 that they want to do business with? How are they going to, how are they going to locate you? If you've got a private profile and it's interesting because nothing's private anyway on the internet, I think you know that, right? Like everything comes out anyway, so it doesn't really matter, but more of you've got to put yourself out there. I'm not telling you, you got to be crazy. You got to be super, super or anything like this, but there's so many, I mean, literally there's like 2.5 billion people on Facebook. TikTok has over 2 billion, billion, billion. Billion people, okay? I don't know how many billion Instagram has, but I do know that's where your leads live. And I do know that if you're trying to scale a business by spending all your time in person, at the dog park, at what... Now, I'm not saying you don't need to still talk to those people, okay? You can still talk to the people at the dog parks and at the, you know, restaurants and your waiters and your waitresses and your, you know, whatever. You can still do all that. But if you want to actually scale your business, you've got to get social on social media. It's called social media for a reason. Quick things, because I know I'm out of time, but comment back to people, engage with people, 
Say hi when you're on live video, right? Ask for people to share your content. That's a big one. Like, have you shared this yet? Right? Go live every day like I talked about. Create content on your platforms every day. I know it's going to sound like a full-time job, but it's going to feel like a full-time job before it ever pays you like a business. And that's how you're going to grow. I promise. How many of you noticed that we always have closed captioning on all of our Zooms? How many of you noticed we had um, American Sign Language translators at our last event? How many of you noticed just the inclusivity of our team? Have you noticed this? Yes? If you haven't noticed, it's because we have a deaf community on our team and we have a growing deaf community on our team and we will continue to have a growing deaf community on our team. You understand? Comprendo? Excellent. Now let me explain something. So I flew back from Miami yesterday. Did everybody know that? Did you see me on the plane? Woo! So I flew back on a plane from Miami yesterday and I don't know why... But they gave me a bed, meaning like I know I had first class, but you don't usually, it's not usually, I, all right, let me tell you the real story. So they flew in a seven, I think it's a 787, okay? They flew a 787 from Miami to Dallas because it was the, the, the head pilot or captain or whatever it's called, David Rosti will tell me, he, it was his 32nd year anniversary or whatever and it was his retirement flight so he got to fly the 787 and it was really cool because he got on and he was so emotional he's like this is my last flight I've been serving the skies for 32 years thank you for those of you who are loyal to American Airlines thank you thank you for 32 years da, da, da. he goes and by the way um if for whatever reason we happen to land to fire trucks um it, it, it's not an emergency, okay? It's not an emergency. It's just I'm retiring. And so we did, in fact, land to fire trucks. It was very cool. They hosed the plane down. The sirens were going off. It was whatever. It was cool. No problemo, like David said, right? So it was really cool. They did this whole ceremony. The, 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 there were balloons and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, I tell all that story to say, I had this bed and I had already had ketones. It was a 1.30 flight, which means I can't sleep. Okay, which is strange for me because if you don't know me, I nap very effectively on planes. Usually it's like this. Um, well, please buckle your seatbelts. We're going to... Okay, like usually I'm in like an instant coma. All right. I don't know why. It's something with a... I don't know, man. It's very relaxing. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch the, I'm gonna watch a movie. You know, I'm going to lay back in my recliner and I'm going to watch me a movie because I had a whole bed. So I was like snuggled up on my pillow and I was just chilling. So I'm, I'm laying down in first class and I start to scroll. And I don't think anything in life happens as coincidence. Do you guys agree with that? Like nothing happens as coincidence. Yeah. So I don't believe in that. I think you're here on this call for a reason. I think you found your way to this team for a reason. I think you joined us for a reason. I think you're being present for a reason. I think all of this happens for a reason. So I don't watch TV. I don't watch whatever, but I was working out in Miami like I do every day. I'm a very consistent human. It's working out and up on the TV in Miami at the second hotel I stayed at, actually both hotels, there was a thing talking about this movie CODA, C-O-D-A. Has anyone seen this movie? C-O-D-A. So I had never heard of it either, okay? I'm like, what's that? And it kept saying, oh, it's winning these awards, whatever. So I happened to go, get on this plane, 
happens to be delayed, so I happen to drink more ketones, happen to not be able to sleep on a plane, which I always sleep, get on the plane, open it up, new releases, here's this movie, Coda. I'm like, oh, what's that? I'm like, I need to watch this. I don't know what this is about, but I'm going to watch this because I keep seeing, like, the signs for Coda, 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 Coda. Turns out, Coda stands for Child of Deaf Adults. C-O-D-A. Child of Deaf Adults. And I was like, man, see that? That can't even be a coincidence. So I go ahead and I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch this film. So I go ahead and I lay down. I'm watching this, right? And it's about this girl, Ruby. And Ruby is the only hearing person in her entire family. So she has a brother who's deaf and her parents are deaf. Okay? And when she was born in this family, um, she ended up becoming the interpreter for her entire family. Right? And everything. Her family has a fishing business. She has to be the interpreter because you can't be on the ocean. The Coast Guard will get you, right? If you don't have somebody who's hearing abled, okay? Um, and so that was always her. She always had to wake up at three in the morning to get the fish for her family. She was the only one who could negotiate the right fish prices because the other people would take advantage of her family members, her brother and her father, who were deaf. Right. So her whole life has been this and she's never she never took the opportunity to do what she wanted because she felt indebted to her family. Understand. Right. So I'm watching this movie. I'm watching this movie. I'm watching this movie. And I mean, I, I don't know, man, I'm emotional anyway. But then I kept thinking about our team and I'm watching this movie and things that aren't even sad in the damn movie. I'm crying like a like a man, movies get me. This is why I don't watch that many of them. I don't got time to be crying and snotting all over airplanes all the time. OK, but basically her family's fishing business is threatened and Ruby finds out that she's an incredible singer. She's got a love of music, like super, super talented. And she's got this uh, teacher in, in her high school that just believes in her and says, man, you, you know, just come on, on weeknights and I also want you to come on weekends and I want you to practice. You've got to practice. I just see something in you. And it just made me think about the team. Like how many of you we see so much in you and you just don't show up because she kept not showing up. You see, she kept not showing up. She kept, she kept coming late to stuff. How many of you keep coming late to trainings? You're late to power hour. You're late or you skip stuff. She's skipping classes. She's running out because she's scared, right? She's, she's showing up half the time. She's singing and her, her teacher's like, breathe. What is that? Like she's not even trying to sing, you know, like she's, she's like honking and she's like, what are, he's like, stop, breathe, breathe, breathe. Like I want to hear you sing. Right. And how many of you, I, I don't, I know I don't want to hear you sing. Like, please don't unmute for God's sake. Okay. But I want to hear you sing in your business. The amount of times I just want to see you step up and, and show up for what you know you want to do. This girl, Ruby knew what she wanted to do. She wanted to be ranked 10. You understand? She wanted to go to Berkeley school of music. She wanted to, to be a singer. She wanted to show off. She wanted to be in the choir. She wanted all of these things. She wanted to be quote unquote normal, right? She used to get made fun of because she said she spoke differently. And her professor, her teacher, whatever, said, what do you mean you, you, you spoke differently? And she said, I sounded like I was deaf. He's like, I don't even know what that means. Make an angry sound. And she starts screaming, ah, to get the air in her lungs. Right? Like all these things that you're so scared. Like you're scared of what? 
You're, you're scared that you're not going to be good at the business. You're scared you don't know how to sing. You're scared you don't know how to, how to, how to run a business. You're scared you don't know how to do a reel. You're scared you don't know how to TikTok. You're scared you don't know how to go live. You're scared. Great. You probably don't. How do you think you'll learn? You show up to practice. Right? So finally he tells her, he gives her an ultimatum. And I kind of had to do this last month, which is why everything just feels so full circle. He's like, you're not even showing up. I'm done with you. Now, I didn't say it like that, okay? But I cut a lot of calls last month. I'm like, absolutely not. You're not doing what I, you're not going home and practicing. He yells at her and uh, this duet guy that she's supposed to duet with. She's supposed to, you know, they end up falling in love. <laughs> of course, it's a movie. <laughs> Am I ruining it? Nah, whatever. Okay, but like they end up falling. They're not practicing. He's like, I told you to practice. You didn't practice. Get out of here. Right? And he cuts her off. He's like, absolutely not. No. You're not doing what I told you to do. You're wasting my time. You're not going to waste my time. I have my own life too. He literally says that and you see him panning around and he's got, you know, little uh, like pack and play and stuff like that. You know, and then over here is his wife. Like, I think we forget sometimes the professor, the whoever has their life too. And if you're only showing up a little bit, you're not fulfilling your potential and you're wasting people's time. Now I'm talking about me right now, but how many of your champs have poured into you and you still don't do what they say to do? Guys, they drive free cars for a reason. They didn't fall into their car. They didn't steal the car. It's not why it's free. Okay, we don't have... Well, I was going to say we don't have any criminals on our team. I would be lying. Okay, we love them. We love all of you, Yale or Jail. You're all, you're all accepted here. Okay, but they didn't steal their cars. They are in their free cars. It, and it was just how everything in life comes together, and it's all the same stuff. I just kept seeing the themes of business inside of this movie over and over and over again. And then the, she tells her mom, you know, she signs to her mom. She tells her mom, she says, mom, I love music. I love singing. I think I want to go to college. And her mom says something that I don't know what the equivalent is for you in your business, but her mom looks at her and, set, and signs to her. If I were blind, would you want to paint? And I want you to think about that for a minute because who is it in your life that you are letting dictate everything you do? I know y'all have it or all of you be on my wall. I would have to get new wallpaper. Who is it? Do you understand? And she says, mom, it's not about you. This is about me. I need to live my life. I've been interpreting for the family my whole life, 17 years, because I'm the one who can hear it's not fair. I can't be your interpreter. And then she does something a bunch of you do. She feels guilty. She feels guilty because her family business is falling apart. Her family can't afford the house. The family can't afford the boat. The family can't afford any of these things. They start getting slapped with a bunch of fines. And she feels guilty like she has to save the family. And she has to go back to work. Come on, y'all. How many of that? That's you. And so she sits at the dinner table. She says, no, you know what? I'm excited. I'm not going to go to college. I'm not going to do the audition. You're, you're right. I just, I'm going to, I'm going to, no, dad, look at my face. Look at my face, dad. See, I'm excited. She signs to him. And her brother gets mad. Her brother starts cussing her out at the table, signing at her. 
gets yells at her and storms off. And he says, my girlfriend told me you're really good at singing. Just like how many of you, you're really good at lives. You're really good at reels when you do them. You're really good at this business when you do it. You're really good when you're consistent. You're really good when you show up to practice. You're really good when you do power hours. You're really good when you ask for help. You're really good when you're in the chats and you're present. You're really good when you go to Empire You. You're really good when you do all these things. You're really, 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 really good when you do it. She told me you're good. I can't hear you, but she told me you're good. And you're not going to do it? You're going you're gonna to give up on all your goals and your dreams. And you're also telling me at the same time, I'm not capable of running the family business because I'm deaf, he says. And he says, maybe those hearing, pe- the people who can hear, maybe they should learn how to work with deaf people. Oh, it's so powerful. I'm bawling. I'm like, ah, that's right, big brother. This is me, this poor man sitting across the, the, the bed from, I mean, like, I don't know how to say it. He's got his own bed. I got my own bed. <laughs> I'm using my mask to wipe my tears off my face because I don't wear those things properly anyway, man. Okay, I'm like, ah, like, they got me this, like, cloth, you know, whatever. It wasn't even a normal, whatever. I'm snotting all over the place. I'm crying like crazy. Guys, like, would you let people in your family step up too? Would you let the friends who are making fun of you for making money here step up in their own life too? Would you let them figure out a way how to shine too? Or do you have to be everything for everyone but nothing for yourself? Because that's what you're doing. You're not allowing people to become the best versions of themselves by you trying to spread yourself thin in a million different directions that don't even serve you. And I watched that movie. I'm like, are you kidding me? The brother is right. And then they go to her concert and it was so powerful because how many of you, I almost just said, how many of you have been deaf? There's a couple of you on here, but they do this thing where they're at her concert and she's singing her heart out and her parents are looking around like this and she's finally doing what she's passionate about. And she's so talented because she showed up to the practices and she apologized to the teacher and she started showing up to all of the practices early, not even just on time. She started showing him and she started practicing with the duet after hours, right? And the whole movie goes silent. All the sound cuts out in the movie. And all I can hear in my headphones is from the airplane. And it shows what it was like for her father and her mother and her brother who look around and see people who can hear crying, hearing their daughter's voice and smiling at the emotions of somebody stepping into their actual power. And it made me wonder, what if you were that for your family? And I'm not talking about a professional singer. I'm talking about what if you actually use this business the way it's intended to be used and you changed your whole life. But the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you step into that. Is if you actually do that. If you actually get the practice. If you actually put in the, the training. 
And she says, no, dad, I'm not going to go to my, my audition for Berkeley School of Music. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to go. I'm excited. And her dad, when they get home from the concert that night, sits her on the back of his truck. And he says, no, I, I, ju- I just want to get some air. And the rest of the family goes inside and she stays outside with him. And he signs to her and he says, what was that song about that you sang? And it's a love song. But it's a love song about actually doing what you want in your life and where you belong. And he can't hear her when she's singing. But he looks at her while she's singing. And he puts his hand on her chest and on her neck. Because put your hands on your chest and on your neck. When you talk, you can feel vibration, right? Say something. All of you just say something. Just talk to yourself for a minute. You feel that? Right. And he starts and he looks at her after she sings and they're both crying together. And he tells her she's going to go to her audition at Berkeley School of Music tomorrow. Because he was not going to hold her back from her dreams anymore because she's been holding herself back from her dreams. Maybe that's your champ. Maybe that's me right now telling you, would you go after your dreams? You're not supposed to struggle. You're not supposed to look at gas prices the way we do right now. Like, are you kidding me? You're supposed to be able to fill a tank of gas. You're supposed to be able to afford rent. You're supposed to be able to afford dinner for your family. You're supposed to be able to be able to afford vacations. You're supposed to be able to afford everything. You're in a business that doesn't have a limit, but you have to step into it. You have to create the abundance for your family. You have to be the one who goes after your dreams. I can't do it for you. Just like he couldn't do it for her. She still had to say yes to that audition when he said, you're going. And then the whole family, they say, we're kicking you out of the family and we're going to do it together as a family. It's like a little joke, right? Because they said as a family, they all do it together. And they got in the car the next morning and they went to the audition And she goes to the audition and her little boyfriend who sang in the duet, who was also auditioning, he bombs his audition. And she goes with her whole family and they're supposed to, you know, break up as a family together. And Berkeley College School of Music says, no, your family can't come in, only you. But like her family doesn't have to whisper at each other, you know, because they're deaf. So they sign to each other. Hey, let's go upstairs. And they sneak into her audition. And she starts the audition and she's terrible, right? Her, the pianist is starting it and she's so bad at it because she's forgetting to breathe. Remember, you got to practice. You got to let it out. You can't play halfway in this business. You got to be all in. You got to give it all your lungs, all your breath, all your effort. Not some of your effort, not a 70%, not an 80%, not a 20% and hope to make. You can't do 20% and hope to have success here. You got to give it your all. So the man accompanying her hits the wrong note, hits a sour note. Right? (laughs) Sounds terrible. Goes, oh, sorry. Can we start from the top? And as soon as the song starts over again, she looks up in the rafters. And her family walks in silently and they sit down in the front row at the top of the balcony and she looks up and she sees them and she starts to sing with everything 
not with 20%, not with 50%, not with 70%, not with 80%. She gives it everything. Because she realized she was worth chasing her dreams too. Just like all of you are worth chasing your dreams. And then, man, I was already crying. But then she starts singing really powerfully. And she starts signing to them in front of these judges at her audition. She starts signing the song while she sings at the top of her lungs to her family. So it's like her family could be part of this moment with her. You guys, you're not alone in this. And even in the moments where you feel like it's just you and your family's battling against you or your friends are battling against you or they don't understand, maybe it's because they don't hear it the way you're saying it. Do you get what I'm saying? Maybe it's because they don't see it the way that you see it. But God put that vision in your heart and in your mind with your talents and with your conviction. And in that moment, they got it. Do you understand? That's what happens when you have success. And that's what happens when those judges stood up, sat up in their chairs like, what is going on? They look back and they see her parents up there. And everybody saw what was going on in that room because it became undeniable. You look at your car owners, you look at me, you look at the pro champs, you look at the rank eights, you look at the lab and you go, oh, they've made it, they're undeniable. But you know what? You're right. Nobody can take success from me at this point. It's undeniable. Nobody's going to take away the $30,000, $40,000, $50,000, $20,000, $10,000 checks from anybody on this team. We, we've become undeniable. But we only became undeniable in what we're doing when we went through all that stuff. When we went from people saying things like, oh, would, well, you know, if I was, if I was blind, would you want to be a painter? What's the equivalent of that? I don't know. Maybe my dad saying, are you going to get a job when I'd already made $6 million in network marketing? I don't know. I don't know what the equivalent is for you. But you need to understand the power of what we have here. And you need to chase your own dreams. Because in that movie, she followed her dreams. And I don't know what your dreams are. But I hope you know you can have anything. I hope you know there's no limit here. I hope you know the success is guaranteed if you work. It just is. I'm not saying it's going to be easy and I'm not saying people aren't going to make fun of you and I'm not saying people are going to say you're doing weird things. You sound strange. You look strange. You're doing weird stuff. Why do you always got to post on social media? Why do you always got to get on these training calls? Why do you got to wear that swag? Why do you got to go to another event? Why do you got to do this? Why do you got to do that? Okay. People don't understand you until it's inevitable, until you pull yourself out of the basement, until you pull yourself out of drowning debt, until you stop having to look at the gas tank when you're filling it and you go, holy crap, $130. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why are you always on those calls? Why you always got that loud girl in your ear? Why you always drinking those things, those little powdered shakes? Why you always doing this? Why you always doing that? Why you always doing this? Why you always doing that? 
Just wait for that moment. Wait for that moment when they do look down at you and they do understand. And they do support you. And they do understand why you've been winning all along. It was so good, right? <laughs> Episode 531 is a wrap. Make sure you leave a review. Make sure you screenshot this, put in your story, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.